So I'm pulling what we call fast action right now. Unbelievable. Where essentially what happens is I press record on either a video, for this case it's a podcast, and now me and Adam are recording a podcast and this is the start of it. Adam, what do you think? Well, I'm driving, pulling out of the driveway right now, so give me a second here. The so driveway. This is a parking a lot. A parking lot. See, this is why you can't drive and podcast at the same time. Well, we'll get situated. I will explain that we are in Malibu. We just left Soho House. We almost got yelled at for not paying for a cookie, but they put it on the house instead. And now we're driving on, what is this called? PCH? PCH. The PCH. Not the PCH. The PCH. No, just PCH. We're driving on the P- the one and only PCH. What does it stand for? Pacific Highway Coast. Coast Highway. Pacific Coast Highway. Pacific Coast Highway. Correct. And we've had a lot going on in the last month and a half, two months, three months. Yes. We went to Bali. We went to Changu, Uluwatu, Ubud. We rode in the back of a car from some locals. We hitchhiked in Bali. That was, that was, I thought my life was going to end on that 10 minute ride, to be honest. We were hanging out of the back of the trunk and it was, the guy was going faster and faster. We had to actually tell him to slow down. Yeah. Which you always think like, no, it'll be fine. I'll be fine. No, we actually turned around and screamed, can you slow down? Like we thought <laughs> yeah. we were going to die. Yeah. yeah, that was funny. Uh, what else did we do in Bali? Anything? I mean, we went to Bali. We went to Coachella. Coachella. We, we planned Coachella while in Bali. We didn't know if we were going to go. We did, like, several days before. And then, for after Coachella, we went to Mexico. After Mexico, I went to London. Adam stayed in Mexico and then went to L.A. And after London, I went to Boston. And then from Boston, I came back to L.A. And now we're here. I went to Yosemite. You went to Yosemite. As Adam well. went to Yosemite. Yeah. That was a packed, packed month. April. Very packed Now April. it's May. And it's about to be packed again. I'm about to drag you out to uh, EDC Las Vegas. Adam keeps saying we're going to EDC, which we, I don't necessarily know that we are. We are going. Because the same way that you didn't think you were going to Coachella, and we ended up at Coachella, the same See, way... We Adam gets all panicked when I turn on the microphone and press record. <laughs> Yet he does this thing where he's like, oh, EDC, we're going to go. And I'm like, do we have to go? And he's like, we're going. And it's like three days before Coachella. And Adam's like, oh, wait, Coachella's in a few days. We should go. It wasn't a few days. It was probably a week. I gave you at least I'm like, don't, I we don't have tickets. Adam's minutes. like, it doesn't matter. We'll get them. It'll work out. We didn't have tickets until like the day of. Yes. <laughs> Literally. So, spontaneity, gut decisions, can lead to fun. Um, Here's the thing. I like to put myself in positions where you put me, you make yourself a little bit uncomfortable and it push, you push yourself to do uncomfortable things. And normally it plays out in a positive way. Yeah. I mean, sometimes planning works and it's like, sometimes I plan stuff and I'm like, Oh wow, that was actually pretty good. Like, I I mean, someone asked me this on the uh, course builder call today. It was either, actually it was either course builder or tribe accelerator. They were like, Arlen, like, do you plan out your videos? And I was like, to be honest, no, I often just press record or I just like when I went to uh, London with Iman, he was like, like he asked me before, he was like, all right, what are the deliverable deliverables going to be for the trip? And I was like, 
maybe like a, a YouTube video and a podcast. And he's like, okay, like, what are they going to be? And I'm like, I honestly couldn't really tell you because they're so in the moment. It's hard to tell you exactly what they're going to be. So that's typically how I operate, operate. I think Adam's very similar, but sometimes I do plan things and like, I go, oh wow, that worked out. Like I, I have planned like 18 episode YouTube series on my channel and it crushed. I've planned a lot of other things. I'm sure you've planned things too. I have, I loosely planned things, I would say. I mean, obviously it's not like, I mean, I have, I am very spontaneous. Like I'll literally wake up and decide, oh, today I want to go do this and I'll just like fly somewhere or yeah. I'll literally, I've done it before with EDC where I'm in, I live in LA at the time and I'm like, all right, I wake up and it's Thursday morning, EDC starts Friday and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to drive to Vegas right now. <laughs> and just go, you know, but like there are like certain situations if you plan out loosely as well, it actually does help in a lot of ways, but I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a big believer well, of just going with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, if you don't yeah. give, if you don't give friction to things, normally things flow very easily. Well, what do you mean? Don't give friction. They're probably so listening. Of, what do you mean? A lot of people like give an example. Okay, so you have to be okay with any result, essentially. Yeah. So, like, if you have expectations of something, then that's when... Any, expectations is what kills any sort of, like... Excessive importance on, on how you think it should go. Yes. So, like, I've done it before where I've basically been like, all right, I'm going to go to... I was, I, was, I was in another EDC situation. I was in Vegas... And I uh, didn't have a wristband for Sunday. And my friend had a wristband. And he was like, "Just let's just go anyway. We'll like figure it out. And I was like, yeah, but I want to do it. In a, I want to get a specific type of wristband. And if you want to do the EDC the way that I wanted to do it, it, you needed to go and get a VIP band so you could be in the VIP area where most of like our friends and stuff would have been hanging out with the bottle service and all that. And we didn't have that. And it was so last minute. EDC had, was starting in an hour. And I was in my hotel room with my buddy and I was like, we're going to just go to the helicopter place in Las Vegas on the strip here. And we're going to go into the will call line and we're going to just helicopter into EDC. And I'm sure we're going to meet someone along the way who maybe has an extra wristband or maybe we'll be like who we know or maybe know someone we know or whatever. But again, loose expectations really in my back of my mind, I was like, it probably won't end up being anything crazy but in worst case scenario we could always just come back by the way i bet 60 percent of people listening are like i don't know what edc is electric daisy carnival it's a music festival in las vegas continue no wristbands um, so, we go, so we go to the helicopter we get in line we're like in line we, we're about to uh go and get called to board the helicopter but we're running around the uh lobby of the helicopter place asking people like hey this is very weird i know we're about to fly to edc it's like a 10 minute flight on the helicopter um, we don't have a band though. And you, and when we land, we're going to be in a place where you can't get bands. And I was like, by any chance do you have an extra band, we can buy it off of you, whatever. Everyone's like, uh, no, sorry. Like I don't have a band. Um, we're like literally going now. Everyone who's with me has their band and we're all going to go straight in. We asked everyone couldn't get a band. We were like, you know what? Whatever. We're going to fly anyway. So we got onto the helicopter and we're flying there. We land and still no band. And now it's about a five minute walk from the helicopter pad to enter EDC where you need to have a band. And there's no one selling it. There's no scalpers because you're in like a separate entrance. And uh, when we're walking there, there was a girl that was actually on the uh, helicopter with us. 
And she said to us, she's like, hey, where, where are you guys going right now? And I was like, well, we're going into EDC, but we don't have a band. We got to find one. And she goes, you guys came here on the helicopter with no band? And I was like, yeah, we didn't have a band. She goes, I have two artist bands in my pocket right now. Do you guys want to use them? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, two artist bands? And artist bands is like basically what the artists use. So it's like backstage and everything. So she she gave us the bands and we went into EDC with her and had the most epic time ever. But that was one of those situations that if you just don't put friction on the outcome and you're like in your head, you're like, worst case scenario, I can always come back. But you're like open to whatever comes your way. Things normally tend to work out. Yeah. And the way that I always say it is the situation will work out better than you can ever imagine. Yeah. And I say that to myself all the time because if you look back on all the things that have happened to you in your life, all the struggles, all the problems, everything, and in that time, how horrible it was or how scary it was or how sad it was, at the end, it always worked out. Yeah. Right? You always get through it. You overcome it. You, you know, and you come out better. So the situation always works out. And if you kind of have that, that thought process and you say that to yourself, normally you can get through any situation you want and it always ends up in a positive way. Agree. It's kind of how like the whole Bali thing happened as well, which is nuts to be honest. I, Adam was barely going to go. That's a whole other story. And then I was barely going to go. Adam went first and then three days later, Adam was like, you should come to Bali. And I was like, Oh, I don't know if I should go. And I was like, you know what? I kind of do want to go to Bali, but I don't want to wait like a couple days. Like, you know, normal people would wait a few days to book a flight. And I was like, well, I want to go tonight. Like I got the urge to go now. I want to go now. So I just went and booked a flight immediately for that night. Like I showed up to the airport with my bags and checked in. And I was like, by the way, uh, at the check-in, I was like, by the way, how long is this flight? And they're like, um, the first flight is... Uh, 17 and a half hours. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I didn't know I was getting myself into that. Um, anyway, what else should we talk about? What other things are happening? There's so much going on. We're in, the, we're on the, we're on the PCH. We're on the PCH. We're driving past the Pacific Palisades right now where I went to high school. Actually grew up in LA, born and raised here. And, um, yeah, we have an exciting weekend. Yeah, we're, we're migrating over to the Hollywood area. Maybe, should we talk about like some course stuff or like tribe accelerator stuff? Like, like in terms of like advice, like picking a topic and talking about, you know, I mean, I, I guess, you know, what we can talk about is just like generally this podcast, what it's going to be. Honestly, it's probably going to be just this, like we'll be in San Tropez or like just wait, in, like I'm just going to pull out my phone and what? In the bedroom? In the bedroom? That <laughs> <laughs> came out a little bit wrong. But I'm saying, because you said such a dramatic thing. You were like, we'll be in San Tropez. And I was trying to think of the worst. I don't, I don't know how you can recover, recover that The worst one. situation comparison. I was going to say like in the basement of our parents' house or something. But then I was just, the, the bedroom came out. <laughs> that was just going to... <laughs> we're gonna forget it. But we're gonna move on from this topic. <laughs> Dude, you can't recover either of those phrases. You try to replace it with "in the basement of our parents' house." <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, um, 
Anyway. <laughs> me, me and Adam are gay. That's basically basically what Adam Adam is saying. Uh, no. Uh, just recording podcasts in the bedroom. <laughs> uh, okay, no. <laughs> they're going to be very spontaneous. It's like, we'll be on a boat, right? We'll be... Yes, but like, I, what I was trying to say <laughs> What were you trying to say? Something not as extravagant as San Tropez. Like, something lame. Like, something that is, like, more, like, normal. Like, we'll be... Drinking in, coffee. In the bathroom. <laughs> 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 what that's you a bad one. That's not a good one either. <laughs> right, I'm just not gonna talk anymore. Yeah, so these aren't gonna be, these are not gonna be edited because, as you can see, they're much better when they're not edited anyway. Um, anyway, so they're gonna be spontaneous. I'm gonna click record whenever I feel like it, and we're gonna talk about stuff. So we have Course Builder, which basically teaches people how to build courses. Uh, around things they like or things that they've struggled with and that they've now become good at because they've figured figured out how to do it themselves or fix it themselves and that therefore they can help other people. Specifically high ticket courses. High ticket courses. So courses that range from thousand to thousand dollars. Yeah. Which we had our first call today with the course builder students. And they're probably like, why should I listen to these two idiots that are just talking about (laughs) going to EDC Ed, whatever. Like, well, yeah, we, we like to, we work hard, but we also like to have fun. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a mixed balance there, but I'm a firm But believer. we also like to make work fun. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of, there, we do have a lot of friends that are kind of both. Like, they like to have a lot of fun and then they like to do work. But when they do work, it's like crazy serious. And like, we take work seriously, but we also like to make work as fun as possible. I mean, even yeah. in just like, yeah. It, I mean, they on. say the more you laugh, the longer you live, right? Well, actually, there's tons of studies done that like if there's dopamine flooding through your brain, like if you're laughing, if you're smiling, your brain actually thinks more creatively and you're able to come up with better solutions to problems and think more abundantly. And just all, obviously that leads to better decision making for your business and everything. So we have this course called Course Builder, which teaches people how to build courses. I've sold courses the last five years. Um, I have a course called Tribe Accelerator that I also do that basically helps men build social circles and optimize their personal brand in order to attract more high-value men and women into their life and also just how to live a more fun life and how to make events that people want to come to and make cool friends and have fun experiences. Um, Live life to the fullest socially but also those social connections come in and help you business-wise. I mean, take, honestly, take Bali, for example. Like, if I hadn't taken the last-minute flight to Bali with Adam, which, by the way, I probably wouldn't have connected Adam if I didn't have a good personal brand, if we didn't go to Bali together, we wouldn't have started Course Builder. It just wouldn't have happened like that. Correct. So I've sold courses um, in, you know, the last five years, um, and Adam has been in the course space for, like, 15 years since he was 15 and he's made millions and millions and millions of dollars in the course space and so we're doing this together I, maybe we could tell the story of like how it kind of came to be because I think that's interesting I'm sure yeah. people would want to hear that For sure. so well I mean I guess should we just tell the whole thing 
it. Let's tell the. I don't want to talk the short. Version. The short version of your start, but we haven't. We can do the long version of like how you're getting to the part where like you felt like you were lacking the purpose, and then Bali happened, and how that. Yes. Yeah. So, do you want me to tell it? You like, can start. Okay. So Adam, when he was roughly 15, started wanting to make money online, and started looking up different ways to make money. Found himself, long story short, in affiliate marketing and selling courses online and got very good at it at a young age and this gigantic company called Clickbank noticed how good at it Adam was because he was promoting courses on their affiliate network well that were doing yes correct but okay. I by the time Clickbank noticed me I had launched my own courses on their platform so they noticed that I had built my own courses whereas before I was only promoting other people's courses as an affiliate yeah. Yeah. So they basically asked Adam to partner to build this thing called ClickBank University, where Adam went on to help a, over 100,000 people start and grow online courses successfully and make money from things that they're good at, things they like to do. Yeah. So that's, you know, and Adam did that and again, generated millions and millions of dollars over the last 15 years um, and helped a ton of people do the same. And then. Uh, I mean, you were also doing YouTube on the side. So you, like, you've yeah, been doing this. When I started to not as be as passionate about the core stuff after I had been doing it for so long when I was around 24, I decided that I kind of had the luxury of not having to work. And I kind of was like, all right, I'm just going to travel and or continue traveling because I was traveling, but travel more and film my journey of traveling, document it and motivate other people who are entrepreneurs or young entrepreneurs or people thinking to create some sort of path for themselves that's not the normal nine to five how to uh how to basically go about doing that and just motivate people to live their life to the fullest that was my youtube channel called wolves i did that for about five years and uh, that became just a passion project of mine again it wasn't for the money i never made money from it but i uh built you know a cool following on there and was able to um do what i loved which you know is filming content inspiring yeah go look at the wolves go look at the wolves people. yeah so so the adam started traveling and i mean you, you still had like you basically like 80 20 did you still had money coming in from it but you barely had to work on it mm-hmm. um and then it got to a point where you pretty much stopped for like two years altogether because you've just been doing it so long yeah you got kind sort of, of i got burnt out and you're also you were doing it in a way that was like it was essentially like a corporate machine that you were working with and you didn't get to have the kind of one-to-one interaction that for example the way i do my course stuff like i'm very personal with people Uh and i'm talking to people yours was it was different because you were at such a high level that you were basically building these programs for tons and tons of people and teaching people but from a a very from a distance yeah it was it was more of like here's a set of 100 videos on how to do X, Y, and Z, follow these videos, and you're on your own to figure it out, but this is what you should do, and the price point was also a lot lower, so we're talking about a lower price point. There were higher ticket and stuff, which were more hand-holding, but it was never um, as in-depth as your courses and stuff are. But also, like, you were positioned as the expert, and, like, they, you weren't, like, the, the coach... Yes, that exactly. was exactly. hand-holding. Like, mm-hmm. There were other coaches that were doing the hand-holding. Yes. So anyway, um, Adam and I had connected. Uh, I mean, actually, Adam had posted a, a mentorship opportunity. 
I ended up paying Adam for mentorship to help me with my program and he helped me a ton. I ended up adding like $60,000 in revenue, uh, in recurring revenue over the course of the year that will come in over the course of this year. And he just helped me a ton with my funnel altogether. And then I also realized because Adam's like traveled so much and has a good personal brand on Instagram and just has a cool lifestyle. I was like, Adam, like the guys in my program would love to, you know, have you on a call. So, you know, my program's pretty tight knit. I get like, you know, 20, sometimes 30 max people per call, uh, but sometimes even like 10, 15, 20 people. So Adam comes on a call and like these guys are super excited to ask Adam questions, you know, about like content, about travel, travel hacks, like all these different things that Adam was actually super passionate about himself. And these guys are like soaking up like sponges, just like super grateful that Adam is on this call. Um, and I think after that, Adam, you, I mean, you messaged me, you're like, dude, like this is getting me really excited. Like, yeah. this is not what I used to do, but this is kind of reigniting my, my passion. Um, I mean, any, any thoughts in your own on that? Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it just, it brought a closer connection to the students and it actually saw, like, I could see very easily the results yeah. that were being delivered you know, that I was saying, you like see their faces on the zoom. Yeah. And then also, so after, okay. So we're in Bali and Adam was like, I want to like do something again, like kind of like reconnect to the higher, my higher purpose. And if you guys have been listening to this podcast a while, you guys know, I always talk about purpose and finding Pat, you know, all this stuff. I just kind of felt a synergy between me and Adam that we should do this together. I had just finished building out tribe accelerator, which I'd grinded the first I mean, I've been basically building it for years and years, but I just finished like a new iteration and like, I have a lot of time on my plate. I was like, well, why don't I also present to my audience, um, an offer that helps them kind of make money the way, the way I've made money the last five years. So, um, so yeah, so I was like, let's do course builder together. Um, it came together again. Like, I don't even remember the exact conversation of like how it was formed, and when we, I don't remember like a, even a point where we we're like, oh, let's just do this. It yeah, just kind of, yeah. it kind of just molded. Like it happened very fast. Yeah. Like yeah. this podcast. Yeah, it's exactly. I was about to say it's very similar to how you shoved the microphone in my face for this podcast. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> we're doing this. No, but I think, but course builder was, it was more mutual. I, I wasn't was. like, yeah, no, hundred <laughs> percent. You're doing course building. You're yeah. doing it even if you don't want to do it. Yeah. No, it was definitely mutual, but it just came together so quickly that it I just felt right. You know? Yeah. Cause yep. we both bring very different angles to the course space. And I think that's super helpful for people wanting to build courses and things like that. And we also brought on Mariah, which is, yeah, which is dope. And Mariah has helped tons, hundreds of students be very successful building their courses and launch their courses. I think she mentioned uh, she's done, she's helped people generate 6. over six, five million or six point five million dollars with courses. And Mariah is one of our coaches yeah. that is on board with Course Builder to help anyone inside of Course Builder make sure they find success essentially yeah. alongside us. So if you guys need help in the bedroom, then <laughs> <laughs> or the bathroom, or the bathroom in Either your basement, one. in your parents' basement. <laughs> Um, no, so anyway, so we started it. We're like, holy shit, this is dope. Um, and yeah, we had the first call today. Anyway, after Bali, I had a live event. I brought Adam to the live event and he also got to have the experience of like 
meeting the guys from the Zoom call in person, which is something I do a couple times a year. Um, I invite people from my course to uh, my house for a live in-person meetup and they can ask questions and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that uh, that's kind of how Course Builder started. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we have... Here we are. Here we are. What else should we talk about? I mean, I would, if you're listening up to this point, I would love you to like send in questions because I think a lot of this podcast as well, what I'll end, what I'll, what I'll end up doing is like going into my notes section on my phone or like going into my DMs and just like reading off questions and like I'll tag you guys when you ask the question. It'll be very Q&A based, um, which I think will be awesome. I think that's probably good for now. That was a great podcast. Yeah, 20, 25 minutes. If you guys enjoyed this, post it on your Instagram story and tag us and we'll repost it. Um, share it with a friend if you think it'd be valuable for them. And uh, should we do it? Call to action. If you want to join Course Builder, go to coursebuilder.com slash book your call. If you've ever thought about building a course, um, we can help anybody. Even All you need is just like interest in helping people, basically. That's really what course building is all about. Yeah, and if you don't really know what that topic is you want to build a course around, but you feel like you could build a course and you want to live a lifestyle that allows you to work remotely, earn passive income, and just be overall happier with your your setup. Like maybe you've always wanted to start an online business before, but you didn't know what business that should be. Maybe it's a course. Maybe you don't know what the course should be on. Well, that's what we help you with on Course Builder, right? So on that strategy call, when you book your call, it's a free call. Someone from our team is going to walk through different things, ask you questions, see where they think a good course would actually be created from your expertise, from your past experiences, from traumas you've gone through, whatever it is. Um, we'll figure out you know, if a course is the right direction for you. And if it's not, then we'll tell you that yeah. it's not the right direction. So no hard feelings there, but you might as well uh, find out, right? Yeah. So... Uh, you go to coursebuilder.com slash book your call. You'll speak to someone on our team who will basically run you through if they think that you're a good fit. And if you are, you join and then we help you. Um, What else? Anything else? How I, often do we want to do these? Several. I mean, if it's like this, I think we can do them pretty often. Yeah, I think they should be like this. I don't even think we need a mic. Someone even said on the live call today, like, I liked your podcast, Arlen, when you just did them like on the fly and I could hear like the car in the background or the birds or whatever. So it makes it feel like we're just calling you and leaving a long voice message. Very long. We should call this podcast long voice message podcast. Voicemails. Voicemails from Adam and Arlen. In the bedroom. <laughs> Imagine if we just call it voicemails from Adam and Arlen. It's like, hey, and we frame it as like a voicemail. I like that. It's kind of good. I, li- I already see the branding for it. Yeah. Voicemails yeah. from Adam and Arlen in the bedroom and bathroom. Uh, uh-huh. All right. Distractions. Lots of them. So, okay. <laughs> Venice is an interesting Venice place. is very strange. All right. <laughs> cool. Okay, guys. Have a good rest of your day. Hope you enjoyed. Peace.